Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to the Brave Change Podcast, Episode 5. I am your host, Crystal Lynn, and today we are discussing Fuck the Scale. This is about how to measure weight loss and health without using a scale. So, I want to start off with, I know the struggle because it took me so long to lose 40 pounds and this current journey in 2021 to lose the last 60 has really impacted my view on how to measure things and what not to take so seriously. So we're going to start with weight. One of the most interesting things I noticed for weight loss to track it is actually your own perception. And this is when you're losing more weight rather than smaller amounts. But you start to feel odd in your own skin, like you don't recognize the body you're in because it's been a certain way for so long and it feels different, It um, you carry it different and you look in the mirror and you're like, who is that? (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like an alien suit, like you don't belong there, an imposter syndrome almost. So I noticed that like when I started hitting the 20 pound mark. I did not recognize myself. So that's the first way without a scale that you can really notice weight loss in the heavier ranges is uh, like, I would say 20 plus pounds is where it really starts. But some people notice five depending on how much weight they actually have to lose. The next thing is you'll, you'll start noticing odd spots where weight loss has happened like under your arms, uh, on your nose, your feet, your fingers, your private areas, and you'll start noticing more muscle definition as well. I noticed my rings were very tight before and now instead of just one finger it fits on, it no longer fits on that ring finger, but it fits on my middle finger. So that was interesting to me. I never thought my fingers were big to begin with because I wore a size six and a half ring but apparently I did have something to lose on my hands and it wasn't just bloating and water weight because it took 11 months to come off. And most of my bloating left within, I would say the first three months of my weight loss. So that was interesting seeing like my underarm shrink, especially like toward the front where my chest is and like right under that armpit area. I had a lot of fat there and that shrunk considerably. Uh, My nose has changed a lot of things has changed. One of my favorite ways to recognize my weight loss is taking photos and seeing a difference. I also take photos of my back, not just my front and my side, but I do it without anything on and I turn my camera towards the bathroom mirror and I take a picture of my back that way. And I've noticed over time that I have more definition and even when the scale has not moved for months, I've actually lost many inches and sometimes the the measuring tape wouldn't even pick it up right but it would be other spots i wasn't measuring that would really be showing a difference so i highly recommend if you don't take photos that you should start because um, taking photos of your arms taking photos of your back your tummy your face your feet like whatever areas are troubling you you will start to see those differences I put them in side-by-side grids to really track progress another thing you're gonna notice is that you're lighter on your feet even when people don't exercise to lose weight if they're just eating differently they always tell me like hey I I feel like I'm floating like I'm gliding 
And that's like one of the nicest feelings in the world when you are trying to lose weight is like you just, you feel lighter on your feet and then it like mentally just puts you in this like little happy spot. And it's like you're shedding all of the excess you that was not good for you. And that does something for you mentally. And uh, yeah, that I remember the first time I was losing weight and I noticed that. Like I was walking the dog I had at the time. And man, I was flying around that apartment. I, I never walked that fast before. I had like barely any pains, which is another thing I was going to talk to you about. Um, less back pain, less hip pain, like everything was so much better. And uh, my dog even noticed because she had to pick up the pace and I wasn't even working out to lose weight at that time. I was just changing my eating. And the poor dog, man, she was like, what are you doing? You're like, not letting me sniff and stuff. You're just kind of like keeping up with me. I can't drag you around anymore. So that was fun to discover. And... Oh, the measurements. Yes, the measuring tape. I did bring that up and I forgot to go over that before the uh, lighter on your feet thing because I guess I just wanted to reminisce about walking my puppy. <laughs> but um, measuring tape is really good for certain areas on your body and it's good for especially your hips and your trouble areas. But like I said, it is not a be-all end-all either. And I made that mistake. I thought, well... If these measurements don't change, I'm not actually losing weight. Well, I don't measure every inch of my body. I measure my calves, my thighs, my hips, my waist, and I was measuring too high up for my waist. I found a diagram that was above my belly button, so now I go below where my belly button is to where it is, I mean, and that's where I measure instead of, like, up above it, because uh, that, that works better for pants, so... That's where I decided to start measuring. Wherever you pick, just try to keep it consistent. And I do my arms and my chest. And some people I know also measure their neck. If you want to measure your neck, that's fine too. I would think you would have to look in the mirror or have somebody help you with that one. I know my biceps are <laughs> like my hardest area to measure because I got to like throw the thing around my arm and hope it isn't hit me in the face or fall down and it's a little bit of a struggle you know doing it as a single person but I highly recommend getting a measuring tape made specifically for the body don't try to use something that is measuring anything else it it just doesn't work the same way and the last thing for weight that I've noticed is not just like you noticing your body shrinking in the mirror and stuff like that, but like your clothing, you'll fit into smaller stuff, but you'll also be falling out of your other clothes. Pants that were tight on you are now kind of, uh, you can put your hands in there and you can, sometimes it's your shoes, like your shoes don't fit right anymore. So they're kind of like sliding around on your feet. That's, that's one of the odd things I noticed. I was losing weight on my feet too was my shoes didn't fit right anymore and a lot of my pants like they were super tight I was almost into a, a 1x shirt and all of a sudden everything is like falling off of me it looks like I'm wearing a not I guess a parachute yeah I'm wearing a parachute or a, a big tarp or something it, it just didn't look right anymore and my pants were like literally falling off of me so that's another way you can 
measure that but I know sometimes people are like well maybe I just stretched it out or maybe you know it got messed up in the washing machine so that might be the way that you don't want to measure but the other ways are definitely a good one to try especially the photos the photos out of all of these I recommend the most because you can't lie to yourself there you really can't and try not to stretch out the photos when you put them on a grid or shrink them down just try to stand in the same spot every single time and have like a general lighting rule for you know time of day so that you get the correct lighting so that you don't look because shadows can play a, a part in how you perceive yourself and how far away from the camera so definitely make sure you have the set lighting set time of day set spot set outfit wear the same outfit for as long as you can and uh, something similar later on after you lose weight I would recommend doing one with undergarments only and just keeping that for yourself if you don't feel comfortable sharing it and then do one with a workout outfit or just something you wear normally so those are my little tips for that now health wise this is something that I know people have a little bit of trouble measuring because they think the only thing that'll tell them they're healthier is their doctor with blood work or fitness levels like obviously yeah you're gonna be able to do things for longer periods of time without getting out of breath if you've been working out but if you haven't been working out yeah your breathing is still going to be better because you're not carrying as much weight on you but I don't like using that one as a measurement because everyone has different issues with breathing different physical needs so I try not to go into that one as much Soreness is something I'd like to talk about and flexibility because no matter how much weight you've lost and no matter where you started at, losing weight is always going to make your body feel better. You're putting less pressure on your joints, you're putting less pressure on your organs, and when you don't have fat in a way, you are definitely able to be more flexible and when you're able to absorb nutrients from your food better and utilize everything better from not just the food but the water and the environment you are usually more flexible as well so you can do more and then you start to stretch out everything you start to oil up to tin man or woman as diamond Dallas page likes to say and uh, yeah everything just it stops hurting as much and it stops being as inflamed because you are getting healthier with your diet and with your uh, movement even if you're just cutting back to 1200 calories of uh, McDonald's, which I do not recommend, but people can lose weight eating 1200 calories of whatever they want. But uh, no matter what you've done to lose weight, your body is going to thank you for cutting back on the junk food and losing all of that extra that it did not need. It was just unnecessary. Another thing I noticed personally is my heart rate. My resting heart rate used to be 99. Now it is uh, 70 as of February 13th, 2021. I used to have an issue with my resting heart rate when I was sleeping, staying in the uh, near hundreds as well, and that's really not good. But now it goes to uh, 50 or 60 while I'm sleeping. So I highly recommend wearing a heart rate monitor watch during the day so that you can track that. And when you stand up and sit down, you are going to have a jump. So I just want to like let you know that so you don't freak out. You can have like a 20 beats per minute jump at times. So it's nothing to stress out about unless it goes way higher than that. And then you have to just 
make sure to be careful and measure where you're at. Write down things, have trackers, and you can look up healthy heart rates for your age and for your, uh, your sex and everything. But it took, I would say, six months to really get it down to 80. And then after that, it started going into like 75. But now I can go between 65 and 70 when I'm resting just sitting here in the chair doing stuff. Another thing I want to talk about is you no longer want to binge. When you have a healthier mental health and physical health, you don't want to do those things as much. And when you do, it's usually because it's a high nutrient food like broccoli or grains or uh, even some people like meat a lot. And so the only time you really want to binge is when you're lacking nutrients. So that's not an unhealthy thing. That's your body saying, hey, I need more of this. So all you really have to do is supplement or eat more of those healthy foods. Make sure to keep it within your calorie range or just burn off the extra. And you don't have those unhealthy desires because you're addicted to sugar or you're addicted to hiding from your problems with food or you still had those bad habits from when you grew up and your parents just fed you a ton of junk. Like, you don't, you don't have those problems anymore when you're healthier. And I know binge eating disorder, I, I have that. So it's not a clear and cut thing. I still do hide from my issues sometimes when I get tons of stress. Um, I've only binged since last March, I've only binged three times. So once in March 2020, once in August, and then once a couple of days ago. So it was not a fun thing for me to go through, but I handled it better because I had programmed myself to eat the food I wanted, but to stop at my maintenance calories. So that healthy habit stuck with me. And that's something you'll notice when you get healthier too, is the healthy habits really stick and you don't even have to think about them anymore. It's not like you have to force it. So for me, that's real health right there. You don't have to force yourself to be a certain way all the time. Obviously, sometimes we need to enforce discipline, but it's not like a be-all, end-all. Things are, you know, driving you crazy. I don't want to eat this broccoli. I want to go drink a ton of soda or whatever. You're not going to have those issues anymore. Another thing I noticed for my health is my skin is clear and glowing without makeup. I don't need makeup. Uh, I do choose to put it on for fun sometimes, but my skin is clear and it is uh, stronger than it used to be. My nails, my hair, my skin, everything is a lot stronger, a lot more. My skin's very soft and it heals better. You can notice that you're healing better and it's clear and if you're eating healthy food, you will start to have this healthy glow about you. That's the stuff people try to mimic with makeup. So that's why I really don't need it because I'm healthy from the inside out and I, I feel like I don't see any difference when I put the highlighter on or the blush or the concealer and it just doesn't really make a difference for me anymore. So I know a lot of people like that too. They don't, they don't have as many skin issues. Obviously, like I said before, everybody is different, but the majority of people will not have as many issues with their hair, skin, and nails when they're healthy. Another thing is you can go to the bathroom regularly and without much struggle. I'm talking about number one and number two, you don't get constipated as often. Your pee is more clear if you're hydrated. 
you don't pee out all the nutrients, you can have a regular, I don't want to say schedule for going, but it's like you're not constantly having diarrhea and constipation. So that's definitely a signal of healthier gut microbiome and healthier gut and body in general. And your mood is also more stable, so that also impacts your skin, your binge, your binge eating desires, your desire to actually move more, and uh, you don't get as depressed, you don't get as anxious. You kind of handle it easier when those bad times do happen, and when stress comes at you, you can handle it easier when you're healthier. And then your sex life as well. I know people like to tie in the uh, sexual appetite with the mood. You know, there are general emotions, feeling sexy, wanting to do things. And I'm telling you right now, like, yeah, sex and everything is so much better when you're healthy and you will notice a huge difference. Like, it'll be out of this world different. So, uh, <laughs> something to look forward to when the quarantines and stuff kind of, you know, obviously be safe, don't be stupid, protect yourself. But when quarantine's over, you can try that out. <laughs> Also, you will have cravings for healthier foods and your priorities and hobbies will change. You don't want to do as many lazy things, but even when you do want to do the lazy things, you enjoy it more than when you're depressed and unhealthy and just sitting there and existing rather than thriving and bursting with energy and hope. So everything changes. You want to do more. You want to experience things differently. Even if you, like I said, decided to still do those hobbies, it completely looks different to you now than when you experienced it before. And craving the healthier foods comes with putting better foods into your body. Your gut microbiome tells your brain, hey, we want more of this because we're plentiful and we want to eat this. When you don't have the gut microbiome for the broccoli and for the healthy foods, you don't crave them. Uh, because you have the gut bacteria to consume McDonald's and french fries and unhealthy stuff. Those gut bacteria are plentiful. So they send those signals to your brain, hey, this tastes better than broccoli. But eventually, when you start putting those healthier foods in, everything, your taste, your thought process, uh, how you digest, is all influenced by the gut bacteria. And it's all healthy bacteria. It's not bad for you. So I just want to put that part in there because a lot of people think we're just humans and we're just a meat sack, but we actually are a host to a very important relationship. We need the gut bacteria and they also need us. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will go into the scale again because we need to talk about why it doesn't move and why it's not always such a bad thing. So I will go into that on the next episode. If you want to contribute an episode to the podcast, I will leave a link for you to do that down below. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter. Use the hashtag BraveChangePodcast and type in what you want to hear about or if you want to give me any feedback. If you need to email me, obviously every description is going to have that, but if you can't find that, Go to mybriefchange.wordpress.com and you can find me there. There's a contact page there. Sometimes I know the descriptions don't pop up with my podcast. I do apologize for that. I try to make sure I fix that. 
But yeah, I, I really had great fun with this episode. I love talking about this stuff and uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Please let me know what you think and send me an email because I would really appreciate the feedback and to know if I should, you know, continue doing this or if people are getting bored, but like I'm enjoying it. So I'm probably going to do it even if I'm just like sitting here talking to myself, <laughs> right? So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and finish off my night. I had some great workouts today and I will see you all again for next Sunday's episode, episode six. 